What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten and Rich Podcast. It's your boy, Just Rich Solo tonight. Kenny off. Doing the soccer, I think is what he's doing. Soccer family thing with the fall festival thing. Uh, and Seth is uh, currently moving to his new home, which we talked about last week. So you're going to get me for probably the next 20 minutes. Don't want to miss out on giving y'all an episode each week. We may do a special one to sort of a makeup podcast, but I'll uh, get into a few things uh, that's going on. I was, I believe, um, I haven't been on here to talk about my trip to the Alabama-Tennessee game. Obviously, the Titans trading Kevin Byard, and we'll just get into a little bit of everything. Um, I know... A few things is uh, we'll probably need to catch up on talking about Loki. I know everybody that listens to Pod knows that we talk a little Marvel on here, so maybe we'll uh, catch up on that here next week. Also, we will um, be getting into some of the holiday talk here in the next couple weeks. Halloween's coming up on Tuesday. Kind of looking forward to doing a lot of things with the kids and the wife and the family. And so uh, we'll probably talk about a little bit of that next week. And yeah, so I guess start, uh, I had a uh, pretty cool trip down to Alabama. Never been to the University of Alabama on Saturday to watch them play Tennessee. The uh, university down there is massive. I didn't realize how large of a campus that is. Very nice campus. And they know how to throw down a party out there. And one of the it's probably got to be one of the more premier tailgate situations in the SEC. Obviously, a lot of success in their recent decade. There's probably a lot of money coming into that school, making it look as nice as it does. But it's very big, very spread out, um, but cool setup with their tailgate. And um, a lot of just, um, I mean, everything kind of revolves around that campus in that area, you're still about, you know, 45 minutes ish from, um, from, from Birmingham. So you're a little west of there. And so really the only thing in Tuscaloosa is the university. There's like two strips of, uh, road that has like shops and, um, you know, food and, you know, Walmart, Best Buy and all the, you know, major uh, retail places. But, um, other than that, it's just the university from what I experienced and, uh, got to shoot some photos down there on the sidelines. So I'll have those up on my personal Instagram, but you can check those out on 104.5 The Zone, um, on their social media from last Saturday and, uh, had a, had a fun time down there, uh, hanging out with, uh, Ron and Ramon from The Zone and, uh, they're always a fun bunch to, you know, being that element with them being former Tennessee athletes and uh, playing ball there, and um, just just good people, good times, and um, shout out to the uh, Tennessee alumni group for helping us tailgate or inviting us to their tailgate. Uh, always showing love and always have a good setup. But um, I know Tennessee fans were probably excited for that first half. Looked like they were on a, <laughs> a potential blowout game of against Alabama and then 
come back after halftime and just didn't score any more points. I think it was um, 20 to 7 going in the half, and um, but it was like 13 nothing for the majority of that half. I think Alabama scored a touchdown a little later in the first half, but um, pretty dominant first half by Tennessee, and then come out after halftime and. Alabama comes all the way back and goes on a well. I think the final score was like uh, thirty. Was it thirty-four twenty? I think was the final score. So uh, just a wild two halves of football there. Atmosphere was pretty cool. There was a lot of Tennessee fans down there. Um, that stadium was roughly a hundred thousand seat stadium. I would say there were probably at least ten thousand Vols fans there. And uh, didn't really see any um, crazy, you know, fan-on-fan um, interactions that were, that were really bad. Didn't see any fights or anything. Seemed like everybody was uh, pretty cordial despite the rivalry. But um, but uh, nice weather. Uh, fun to, to actually shoot that with, uh, with, a, with my camera. And uh, like I said, I'll post some more photos up. Uh, here in the next few days when I get some time to uh, post them on my personal Instagram. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so that, you know, drive down and drive back was pretty easy. Um, probably would do that again um, if if I get a chance. So about three and a half hours, four, kind of if you take your time, stop a couple of times. There is a, a Bucky's on the way down by Huntsville, so... That's like a good almost halfway point to stop, get some snacks, gas, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, probably um, probably definitely go down there again here in a, here in a couple of years if have the opportunity to do so. All right, so on to some uh, Titans news. Obviously, Titans traded uh, Kevin Byard to the Eagles. It's upsetting a lot of fans, which I totally get. It's very hard to have a uh, legend like him, a very great player, um, probably one of the best um, third-round picks in the organization that they've ever had. Uh, be you know probably neck and neck between him and Terrell Casey, but um, you know that time to are starting to see this time of just um, sort of a rebuild. I wouldn't even say sort of. They're they're kind of in this whole new um, phase where they're going to need a quarterback if they don't have if if Will Levis doesn't pan out. Um, I don't I don't see Malik Willis being the franchise guy right now. Obviously, Tannehill's banged up. We'll, we'll see one of those uh, more than likely Will Levis this Sunday against the Falcons. But um, definitely um, probably hitting the reset button. I think they wanted to go all in and be competitive this year and things just didn't work out and so they're kind of in this weird phase where you don't really want to tank just yet because there's still a lot of football left they still have five division games to to play that could definitely turn the season around i mean look at last year with the jaguars they were kind of um in a i want to say like they were like four and seven while the titans were seven and four and uh obviously the titans were um so yeah, I think that uh the Titans could turn it around going from 
two and six like they did a a few years back and end up going to the AFC Championship. However, you know they are kind of in a spot where they may say, "I'm going to shop some guys that we could get some draft picks out of that may not be in our plans in the future, or uh, we want to get a you know a draft pick out of them or some kind of uh, deal done." since uh, they're in their final year of their deal, such as a Derrick Henry, um, you know, who's in his final year of a deal, and uh, hearing a lot of uh, rumors about the Baltimore Ravens being interested, so there could be something there. I believe there's probably other teams calling, but that seems to be, um, per my friend uh, Buck Rising, kind of the most, the team that's the most interested and could possibly get a deal done is the, the Ravens, which I know as a Titans fans, that um, not as a, you know, that franchise with its history, not uh, a favorable one that you want to see a guy like Derrick Henry go to, but um, probably one of the few uh, franchises that right now needs a, a, a good running back. So I can see that making sense. And then I... Um, do believe DeAndre Hopkins could be moved too. He actually signed a two-year deal. That's more of a one-year deal, but a lot of that money is allocated to next year. So if they want to get that money off the books, they could and create some more cap space, which they are currently next year. They have around eighty, uh, somewhere between eighty and ninety-nine million in cap space. So. They'll be second behind the Chicago Bears, who I think has like 110 or 120. And so I can see if there's more moves like that, I could totally see that uh, that them having, you know, even more money to play with next year. And it just uh, seems like this weird phase where they're kind of, you know, kind of didn't expect to be at this point of the, in, in, of the season where the, where the team is, but kind of hit uh, the eject button is like all right let's let's do plan b now because plan a of us being a contender it might not be in the cards so we may want to go ahead and look at getting rid of a few guys so that we can prepare for next season which is crazy to me because i still feel like there's a still a good chance for them to turn it around if they have some stuff go their way but I can kind of understand it too. It's just a weird, weird, you know, vibe, a weird situation right now. Um, the level-headedness of me kind of thinks, hey, let's go ahead and, you know, make a few moves here. And if it works out that we end up being more competitive, then, you know, we get a little lucky there. But the other part is, um, as a fan, it's kind of miserable that <laughs> you're in this situation again. So, uh, more than likely, um, going to be some, some, some hard times before it gets better again, but Hey, the Titans have been on a really good run. So let's not forget the past, other than last season, the past six or seven seasons, they were doing pretty well. They went to the playoffs just about each year and had a winning record. So, um, even though that was, you know, under the John Robinson era, and uh even when they was fired they were they were seven and four and three games uh three game lead in the AFC South for the playoff run. But um you know, a lot of his recent 
moves in in the the last season that we, he was here and the draft before that and so on that uh you know it was time to move on and it seemed like there was a bit of a rift between him and Rabel um probably more so of a power struggle type thing if I had to guess I don't know for sure but Rand Carthon coming in and uh you're you're just going to see a you know as 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 most GMs when they come in they're going to you know do things a little differently have some different personnel and so um I would expect that to start happening um I mean he already has happened because he's made a draft class and a free agency class but um you know getting more into the personnel that they need for this team to to function and be successful. But going back to Kevin Byard, um, you know, it's kind of sad to see him go. Totally understand it from the business side of it. But man, what a what a great player he was for the Tennessee Titans. Very durable. I don't think he missed any games. I'd have to double check that, but was very available. Didn't definitely if he did miss any games, it wasn't more than a couple. And, um, was, I want to say, has a few franchise records or, or is close to, I know he, he had, may have had a second or third all time of interceptions for safety. I, I would have to take a, take a look, but just a phenomenal player. Now he's going home to Philadelphia where he was born and playing for a phenomenal Eagles team. Who's likely going to have a deep playoff run, if not back in the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, at least it's kind of good to see somebody go to a team and probably be successful. I don't think that he's necessarily at the end of his career, but uh, could be kind of coming down uh, from, you know, him being in his prime. But also just a good dude. Every time that I interacted with him, with working at the station or just being a fan, always a nice dude. Took time out to to talk and, um, you know, just always uh, doing stuff in the community here. So, again, just going to uh, miss him. But, uh, you know, good luck in Philly. Now, Titans playing the Falcons this week. Very interesting matchup. A lot between, a lot of familiarity between Vrabel and uh, Coach Arthur Smith, who used to coach here in Tennessee. I think this is definitely the game where they're likely going to start Will Levis. And see what happens. And I think after this game, if the Titans lose, they may be like, all right, it's time to. We have Monday and Tuesday. I think Monday's the the, the deadline or the trade deadline. So it could be like, hey, we lose. If we lose, let's go ahead and just let's just go ahead and, and go to Plan B and do a fire sale and um, you know, get rid of, you know trade off a few guys and. Go ahead and probably call it, you know, tank it, tank for the rest of the season. I can see them just rolling with Will Levis for the rest of the way, even if Tannehill comes back. But we'll see. So going to be a fun, uh, fun week of football, but very interesting to see what happens there. So let's. Um, I don't want to get into the stank list because that's Seth's thing, and he's not here. And it's probably not as good without you know a group kind of chiming in. So uh, I'll just go ahead and uh, probably end it here with the, the NFL talk, and um, we'll probably pick that back up next week and 
if you guys like you know some of that content uh let us know on the comments when we post this like on our facebook and and stuff let us know hey we really like that segment and uh that way it gives us some feedback to to go off of um so yeah anybody out there listening just uh let us know uh, and uh if you haven't liked subscribe and all that good stuff go ahead but um Cool. So I think I'm going to wrap it up here. It'll be a quick, quick pod. Just wanted to talk a little football there, and um, probably get ready for for Halloween here. Gonna be a busy weekend, so everybody stay safe, and we'll talk to you then. See you next week. Peace.